You're listening to the Next Generation Gym Owners People and Profits Podcast, where we focus on taking your passion and turning it into your profits. Join us for interviews with business experts, industry influencers, and more. Let's get to it. All right. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Next Generation Cheer and Gymnastics Owners Podcast. I am here with our most frequent and favorite guest at the moment, Matt Becker, uh, or Matthew Becker. Well, I I may have someone who's more frequent later. You'll always be my personal. Oh, thanks. Thanks, Dan. (laughs) Um, So uh, Matt is here to talk to us about birthday party contracts uh, is kind of our, our focus of this episode. And although that doesn't sound like something super sexy and exciting, um, <laughs> it is it is a valuable thing that Matt actually helped us with in our, our business. You know, we'd been running birthday parties for a while and they've been going really well. And he was like, hey, what, what do your birthday party contracts look like? And I was like, well, really simple because they don't exist. Um, <laughs> And he started talking to me about some of the risks there and of which Matt is so great at. He's so great at making things sound absolutely terrifying. Uh, and, but the contract is our protection. So, uh, I'm going to open it up, Matt, why do we need to have contracts in place for people who are just doing a birthday party at our gym? Yeah. Yeah. First off, credit to all of the cheer gyms and the gymnastics gyms and everybody you guys work with that actually do birthday parties. I did one in my gym uh, for like <laughs> one of my favorite members. I, I said I would never do any. And then like one of my favorite members came to me and he's like, will you do one for my, he wanted to do like a combined both of his kids at one time. And I was like, yes, sure. I'll do it for you. I will never do it again. It was, it was miserable. Um, but Maybe that's maybe you guys are just pros at it and I'm not, but look, no thanks. <laughs> well, the key on that is, at least for me, is I don't work the birthday well, parties. I I pay people to do that. Right. Um, that was probably my first mistake. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I do not work birthday parties. I've worked like two over the years, and it was again like a friend who wanted me to help him out. Uh, but yeah, no, it's. Uh, with a good structure, and I think our gyms are set up a little bit better than a fitness gym yeah, for a birthday that's party. True, yeah. um, you know, there's a little bit more of we can just be like, go, don't die, um, <laughs> and they can bounce on trampolines and play and 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 be relatively safe or inflate some bounce houses and things like that. So, all right, um, anyway. but thank you, thanks for the cred, we appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so let's talk. There's there's primarily like three reasons. All right, there's three reasons why. Uh, we need birthday contracts uh, with with everything else that we do, and, and and we don't just want somebody coming to the website and going through the online template to like sign up and register for a birthday party this Saturday afternoon at two o'clock. Um, so, the the first reason is just an overarching reason that is a great takeaway from this episode for anybody in business is that any time you are taking money from somebody in exchange for a service or product, you need something in writing that acknowledges what's being paid and what they're getting for the money that they're paying. Um, so that's sort of reason number one why we strongly um, suggest or advise to have a birthday contract is so that you can lay out basically 
you know, you're paying me, I don't even know how much you guys, it, it never seems to be enough money that you guys tell me that you charge for birthday parties. Like, it's like, what, what, what do you guys charge? Like 800 bucks. And they're like, no, like 250. I'm like, well, you're no way. There's no way I'm doing it. Anyway. Um, so basically the contract needs to start by saying you're going to pay me 200 to $350 and I'm going to open up my facility for uh, your kids to have a birthday. You know, that, 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 that's just point number one. Um, and that goes across the board, why we have membership contracts, why we have employment contracts, why we have what you and I have talked about in the past, like facility sublease contracts is because there's money involved. Um, so that was pretty easy. Number two, the second reason is to make sure that everybody is on the same page. Um, because when we're dealing with um, legal issues that actually arise in gyms nine times out of ten are really again this kind of goes universally across the, the the legal field is nine times out of ten lawsuits arise because somebody either didn't set or somebody didn't understand the expectations um, and so the more we can set those expectations up front uh, the less likely there's going to be issues and that and that applies just money issues that applies people getting mad that applies to one-star reviews on google you know or worst case scenario they try to charge back or they sue you or something like that okay right um and so what we can do is in the birthday contract is we can start to lay out uh what these expectations are going to be um and you know when i say expectations i simply mean like what time are you coming on Saturday morning? You know, how many kids are you bringing with you? Um, mm -hmm. Do you want parents or do we require at the gym, do we require everybody's parents to hang around or we do not? We don't want people hanging around. Um, are we providing food? Are we agreeing to serve food? Uh, a big one would be, do you allow, if parents are coming, do you allow them to have alcohol in your facility? Uh, what's the start time and what's the stop time for the birthday party, you know, and, and, and I've had some gyms say, look, we start at one o'clock and if people aren't here at one o'clock, it doesn't matter. We're starting the party because we're done at, at two 30 and we're starting our next one at three o'clock. And so we can't have any lag time. We can't have any holdover time, um, whatever it is. Well, you really need to be very clear about that up front um, because that's a surefire way to make parents upset when they show up with the expectation that the party is going to start when they get there and they show up 10 minutes late and the party has already started. Um, so, you know, we, we set those sorts of what are the parameters of the party? Um, but then again, we're talking about money. So what's the refund policy? You know what? Let's be very clear about this. Um, right. Is there a fifty? Is there a fifty dollar down payment uh, with a non-refundable, you know, non-refundable down payment? Um, what happens day of if all of a sudden the uh, the parents decide something comes up and and they don't want to they don't want to go through with the party anymore? You know, are you out that money? Um, how many different payments do you need? Is there an initial down payment? Uh, you know that needs to be in by like Wednesday of that week. Does the final payment need to be in Friday of that week? And then right. 
do, do the parents have any option to get any of their money back? You know, things like that. So in short, right. It sounds like we're just, we're, we're laying the groundwork for what the expectations mm-hmm. are, right? How the party's going to run, you know, what, what is allowed and how the payment structure works. And I, I think that that's something you've talked a lot about on the podcast, which is like you said at the beginning, anytime there's an exchange of money, you need to, to lay out some expectations and clear guidelines. And you mentioned, you know, getting sued. I mean, God forbid, not, I don't think there's a single one of us that is like, yes, I want to do a $350 birthday party and risk getting sued over it. Right. Because I mean, holy moly, no one wants that. And it's just a headache, right? The, it, yeah, you're probably not going to lose the farm on a lawsuit like that. I mean, depending on the circumstances. Depending on the circumstances. Depending on the circumstances. But um, so on top of that, there were a couple things I want to touch on. Uh, when we talked about birthday parties, there's two things. One is just as a reminder, which I'm sure you would agree with. Even though you have a contract in place, everyone coming into your facility should be signing a waiver. 100%. Right? Yep. Like, you need your waiver in place. And yes, we all know that does, just because there's a waiver doesn't mean someone can't sue you, mm-hmm. but it makes it harder for them to win. Mm-hmm. So that is, everyone signs a waiver. Um, and you need to make that process uh, easy. And you need to make that process something that you retain. Right? Yes. How long would you suggest that a gym retain waivers like that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so that's sort of a, an, it depends kind of a legal answer. And here, here's the reason. So I'll, I'll kind of give a reason, but it, it really, it does kind of depend. So each state is going to have what they call a statute of limitations that is going to be directly applied to whatever legal cause of action somebody brings. So in this case, if, if a child comes to the gym and, and they do something, let's say they like break their ankle or whatever. Okay. Well, that's a personal injury claim. If, if they're going to sue the gym, they're going to sue the gym under a personal injury claim. Um, and that's in the law that's called a tort or tortious cause of action. And these are just legal terms you don't really need to care about, but you know, now you can sound excited or, or, or intelligent to your next party. <laughs> well, I learned about tort anyway. Um, usually, and, and again, I say usually very loosely, a state has what's considered a two-year statute of limitations on personal injury or tort, tort claims. Okay, But that is not universal. So the reason it depends is it depends on what your state's statute of limitations is for tort claims. Um, mm-hmm. And then even if you go just straight to the statute and, and you find like in PA it says uh, that tort claims have a two-year statute of limitations, there's of course in the law a million caveats to that. Uh, there's things called like the discovery rule and things like that where you know it, it, it might be two years from the date that the injury is discovered kind of a thing. So, um, so it's hard for me to just give a blanket answer, but to, to sure. give you the answer, you need to at least hold on to that waiver for as long as your state's statute of limitations. Okay. Now, on top of waivers, when we talked about this, and we talked about it a little bit with facility rental agreements as well, but I don't, I don't think we've really discussed it on the podcast. Mm-hmm. But you mentioned something that we didn't have in any of our contracts, which was an indemnification and hold harmless. Right. 
and you told me about it, and I was like, man, I really like that <laughs> because it's awesome, um, and it's just that other layer of legal protection. Would you mind talking about what an indemnification mm-hmm. hold harmless is mm-hmm. and why it's so important to have in contracts like birthday parties or, or rentals or other things like that, but things where outside entities are coming in and using your gym. Yep. Yeah. And so this is, this is sort of reason number three, why we need a membership or a, a birthday contract, right? So, uh, you know, a few minutes ago, I said there are three reasons and one and two were pretty low hanging fruit. Um, and this is the big guy. So as you said, this is considered a, an indemnification and hold harmless agreement. Um, again, we've got some relatively, you know, bigger nuanced legal terms, but what it essentially means <clears throat> is that I'm passing legal responsibility off to somebody else. Okay, so so let's look at it in the context of a birthday party. Um, so you 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 are in the gym, and I'll be the parent who's coming in. Okay, so you own the gym, and I reach out and say, "Hey, Dan, I want to host a birthday party, or I'd like you to host my birthday party for my kid at your facility." And you say, "Great. How many kids are you going to bring?" And I say, "Fifteen." And you say, "Okay, it'll be three hundred and fifty dollars. We'll be here from Saturday from one to two thirty. Blah 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 blah." And I say, "Great. Okay." So I give you your three hundred and fifty dollars, and I come in. And, you know, just a bunch of random kids show up. You may only know know, a handful, maybe. Or none. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Very cool. Yeah. It could be none um, of the kids. You have no previous experience with them. You have no direct contact with any of their parents other than the fact that you signed a waiver. All right. Um, And then one of those kids come in and they're jumping around in the trampolines or, or they're rolling around. What do you guys call those like big soft like round mats that you 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 learn back handsprings and stuff off of isn't there a name for those uh, i mean there's there's a ton okay. of different names for things but yeah because because uh, yeah, the only way you use those right is you run and you jump and you roll across the top of it right like that's how it's supposed to be oh used. like yeah like there's octagonal tumblers <laughs> yeah. and things like that yeah sure so you know a kid does this and he runs and he jumps and he rolls across the top of it on his stomach and and he ends up breaking his wrist okay well, now you've got a problem because now you've got mm-hmm. an injury that came out of this birthday party and you've got some parent who was probably looking at the phone at the time that they signed the waiver and wasn't paying any attention. And now they're pissed that their kid has a broken wrist and they have to incur all these medical bills to fix it. And so they're going to turn around potentially and sue you, Dan. I will. I'll sue you. Uh, because you caused my kid, you weren't paying attention to him, and that's why he broke his wrist. Uh, and even though I signed a waiver, as you said a couple minutes ago, that does not prevent you from being sued. And so now you're going to have to incur costs. You're going to have to make claims over to your insurance company. You're going to hope your insurance even covered it. Hopefully you've talked to your insurance already and made sure they cover birthday parties. But now your insurance premiums are going to go up and everything else all in exchange for $350 one time mm-hmm. from me. Right. And, and that's, that sounds like a raw deal to me as a gym owner. So instead... What I'm going to do is I'm going to advise you, Dan, to put an indemnification and hold harmless agreement in your birthday contract. And what that does is that's a provision that me as the parent, when I sign the birthday contract, 
I'm now going to agree that basically if you incur any costs, legal costs, anything else, as a result of hosting my birthday party, I have to indemnify. I have to pay you back for that. And if you get sued, I have to come in, potentially with my insurance company or whatever, and hold you harmless for any cost that you incur. Okay, um, so like you said, it's a, it's a layer of protection, financial protection for the gym owner um, to basically be able to offer a service to a whole bunch of people they have no idea for what is really just a, a low value, a low dollar value. Yeah. Now, a, a couple things I want to touch on there mm-hmm. um, at, for people listening. Uh, number one is <clears throat> you need this in your, this is why you need a contract. Like this is one of the main reasons and when we we talk about layer of protection again just it doesn't mean that you can't be named in the tort it doesn't mean that but it's it's that we're we're creating multiple layers we've we've got we're we're doing it with our waiver and then we've got our contract and we've got our indemnification mm-hmm. so we've got all these things that are protecting us so if one fails Got back to protect us. Then we have another one, and then we have another one. It's called redundancy in the, in the safety world, and this is why flying is so safe. Is there are numerous redundancies in flights, right. and we want to create that redundancy in in our businesses, um, which is what you're so freaking good at. Every time I read contracts that you've created for us, I'm like, dear God, like <laughs> I feel like I could almost like murder someone in the building and be like, well, it's in the contract. <laughs> you um, waved your right to life. <laughs> you, waved, you, you waved it. I'm sorry. Um, <clears throat> obviously, we couldn't do that. Yeah, we never right. would. But there, there's all those redundancies in there, which is cool. Number two is that with birthday parties, as you kind of were touching on, is a lot of times these are people that we don't know. Mm-hmm. And that creates a really cool opportunity. These are potential clients. Mm-hmm. So there's value in bringing them in. Um, but like we're at a point with our birthday parties where we get bookings all the time. We've never met any of these people. Yeah. Like we don't know a single one of them. Okay. And it's awesome because it's revenue coming in. There are people who eventually join classes and join other things like that. But it's probably your most likely to be litigious group because mm-hmm. they have no personal connection nope. to you. No. Nope. Nope. They're not someone who's been wor- with you for years no and they feel you've invested in their kids. There's no loyalty there. Yep. So additional reason for why this is so important. Um, and then I think the last piece of that is just because we're talking about risk in these circumstances doesn't mean this stuff isn't worth doing. And I know you're like, forget birthday parties, but uh, <laughs> for your business personally, but from our perspective, like this is a wonderful revenue generator, especially in times that may be harder to fill on a weekend day or things like that. And and they're pretty easy, pretty plug and play. Mm-hmm. You can have a lower paid staff. They don't have to be high tier elite people. They just have to be reliable and responsible. And when I say reliable and responsible, these are people who are going to ensure that no one participates without a waiver, right? Mm-hmm. Like you need someone who's going to be have that attention to detail and be fun and do those kind of things. So I don't want to talk anyone out of doing birthday parties on this. What I want to talk you into is contact gym lawyers and get a birthday party. Hey, contract. thanks, Dan. Yeah, no. And, 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 and I, I joke that like I live in the worst case scenario, right? So 
Um, it, it is, I, I consider it my job to sit here and, and put the fear in, in people. Um, because like you said, this isn't meant to be a deterrent of like, don't do birthday parties. It's just, if you're going to do them, make sure you do them correctly. It, it's not a deterrent to open up a cheer gym, but if you're going to do it, do it correctly because from my realm, it is an inherently dangerous business. Um, yep. and we all absorb the risk as the gym owner. So it's not meant to be a deterrent. It's just meant to be, you can't go through it with, with your hands over your eyes, right? You can't, yeah. you can't later say, well, I didn't know because ignorance is not a defense in the law. You have to know about these things. You just have to take steps to protect yourself from them. That's all. Yeah. Don't do birthday parties without contracts. Don't do birthday parties without waivers. Right. Don't just wing it. And a legal assistance in these things is available, right? And and this is where I'm going to shamelessly plug. <laughs> All right. Like, um, I'm going to be just totally shameless on this one. If you are listening, you do not have to pay a $3,000 retainer to get a contract to get legal assistance. Gym lawyers, is that is what makes them so great and makes... Matt and his team so awesome is that you're not having to pay a retainer and do all of that extra stuff. And you're getting a much more personal approach than any other um, website based contract service I've seen out there. And mm -hmm. I've, I've used, I can't even remember what some of the other ones are and I'm not going to disparage them, mm -hmm. but, I uh, <laughs> but I have used other, services way back when I first ever, um, I think lawyers.com might be one or something like that. Sure. Something, I, I don't know. I, I feel like that's a name that's out there yeah. and you get a, you get a contract, but it's so boilerplate yeah. that it doesn't fit. And unless you understand legal lease and how to actually craft a document, you want to be really careful going in and editing, uh, a legal document, mm -hmm. uh, because very small minutia can make a difference. So I, I, this is where I shamelessly plug and look, I'm, I'm telling you as gym owners go, I'm not a lawyer, but I have a lot of legal experience. I've written search warrants. I've done things like that. I still wouldn't edit my own waivers and contracts and things like that without first routing it through Matt. Mm -hmm. I say, Hey, I think we need to change this. And he goes, great. Here's, 15 paragraphs on how that needs to be written. And I'm like, oh, I was going to do a sentence. <laughs> well, so, I was joking about that the other day. Somebody asked me to, to, to keep something brief or, or, or no, wait, it was, I was recording something yesterday and I was like, I got a half hour. Right. And they're like, yeah, but you can go shorter. And I was like, I'm not worried about going shorter. <laughs> <laughs> Brevity is rare in legal contracts. Um, so what, how would you recommend um, gym owners implement a, a contract? Like when in this process should the person sign a contract? Uh, my recommendation is whenever the individual wants to essentially reserve their spot for the birthday. Um, so, yeah. you know, I reach out. I know that I've got a birthday party coming up. 
on June 24th, right? That would be like the best date for you to host a birthday party, right? At the time that you're supposed to sure. be in, in Dallas. <laughs> June 24th. I mean, we will be hosting birthday parties that weekend. Oh, nice. Again, okay. I don't do them. Because <laughs> you don't do them. Anyway, I reach out and say, hey, guys, look, I, I need to host my kid's birthday party. I want to do it on June 24th. And uh, at that time, you say, great, uh, here's my contract. Uh, go ahead and sign it and give me your, you know, again, $50 non-refundable down payment to reserve the spot, whatever, whatever term you have. Um, and that's at the point in which you want them to sign it because again, we're going to, we're going to layer in there provisions like other refund policies, uh, you know, at what point, if they, if if the parents are the ones who cancel, we want to have it written that if they cancel, you still get paid, right? If it's if it's if it's within within a certain amount of time, um, right? So we want you to sign that as soon as possible, uh, so that way, coming up, you know, what whatever you say, five days ahead of time, you can't cancel after five days, and if you do, you're going to forfeit the remainder of your fee. Um, you know, you, you need to make sure that that stuff's in writing and signed as soon as possible. Um, one of the things that I think people think about with contracts, right? Gyms go, well, uh, you know, it's just, it makes everything so formal yeah. and we're more laid yeah. back yeah. and like, we don't, you know, what's interesting is when we started doing birthday party contracts, I've literally not heard from one person ever that was like, this is this makes me uncomfortable. This is a little too formal. They don't read it, like which is on them. Yeah, it They're is on them. To read it. Yep. But they get it. They sign it. They send it back. They pay their deposit. And the amount of people who are actually impressed of like, oh, oh, this is professional. Yeah. As opposed to it being a you know wing it thing, I actually think it is a better look for you to have contracts in place and have processes that show that you are a legitimate business mm -hmm. and not just some mom and pop hole in the wall flying by the seat of your pants. So again, get these contracts in place. Now, how long does it take you if someone were to reach out tomorrow and because I'm betting 75% of the people listening to this with birthday parties going probably don't have a contract or if they do, they probably don't have all of the all things the they need to have in right. it. So how long would it take you to draft someone a birthday party contract and get them set up? Yeah. So what we generally tell people is, um, let's say you and I have a phone call today and at the end of it, you say, cool, you know, you want to hire for this. And I then send you out our formal letter that you sign that just says, you know, what we're, what we're providing and the price and everything. You paid the invoice. Uh, from that point that we have, um, you, you sign the letter, you pay the invoice. I'm going to send you a questionnaire that is going to get me started. And you get me back the answers to that. And in approximately seven to 10 business days, you'll have your first draft of the contract. Awesome. Yeah. So pretty darn quick. Yeah. 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 We, we try to get, we try to touch each one of our clients and their files in some way once a week. Uh, which means you'll get something, you know, if we're doing multiple things for you, that's fine. You'll get at least something every week. Uh, awesome. So that's our goal. Awesome. Well, I'm 
I am almost out of time. <clears throat> I know brevity is not your forte. <laughs> yeah, you so, cut me off. <laughs> yeah, it's my bad. So are there any parting thoughts or things that you want to leave the listeners with of of things to be thinking about about birthday parties or really just anything um, from the from the legal perspective? Uh, any little tidbits of advice? You've been working in the cheer industry now for about six, seven months. Mm-hmm. Anything, any big red flags, things that you've learned that you're like, you guys, we got to talk about this. And maybe it'll be our inspiration for our next episode. Yeah. Uh, getting the gym set up, corporate set up um, properly with LLC filings, bank accounts, operating agreements, partnership agreements. Um, you know, it, it's not a surprise to me that it, it is it is rare in the cheer and gymnastics industry as it is in the functional fitness industry. Um, and that's that's one area where I think a lot of gyms are leaving themselves exposed. Um, and then the other area is, is, you know, one thing that I'll use to sort of promote myself is just don't assume that, you know, it's a stupid question or that, you know, we something doesn't apply or that you're doing it correctly or, you, you know, you, you would feel silly reaching out and asking the question because what I am finding a lot with um, – with, with the cheer and gymnastics gyms is they just don't have the exposure. They don't have the background information um, as much as some of the other industries do. And so they often call with like one thing. And by the end of the phone call, I've, I've exposed about like four or five different things and birthday contracts are a perfect example. You know, they call asking me about waivers and all of a sudden I ask them about birthday contracts and they just have no idea that that is even a thing that they need. Um, So I will shamelessly just say, just to get a legal checkup, it, it's free right. to just reach out to me and say, hey, can we get on the phone and spend a half hour, 45 minutes auditing the the legal exposure of my business? Um, it's free, and then I'll tell you what you need, and you can make the decision as to whether or not you want to to go about filling some of that legal exposure. You don't have to do it all at once. You know, you can do it over a period of time, um, yeah. but... Don't make the assumption that just because you've been doing this for five years or sometimes in the cheer industry, you know, 10 years, um, that you're not exposed somewhere. Yeah. I mean, that's one, if you're listening to this, that is huge. If you are not taking advantage of that, I'm, I'm just going to say it. That's stupid. Like a free checkup on your legal exposure is huge. If you've never been tested legally, you don't know how it holds up. So just saying, having someone say, oh, well, it worked for me once. Mm -hmm. If you've never been sued, if you've never had your stuff gone over by an attorney, I I will tell you, we've had a tort claim once and it never went very far, but I've had experience with this stuff. And when you have an attorney going through a document that you've written, it is... It's worse than a proctologist exam. I will tell you that like they are crawling up in every detail Yeah, and it it is a very scary position. So you want to know that you have good documents built and you really have those layers of protection. So, um, yeah, just take advantage of that would be my biggest thing. Um, I'm going to have to go, Matt, thank you so much for your time. Always a pleasure. If you are coming to conference, you will be in. I'll be there. Yep. I will be there. Okay. Well, we've got like 350 people coming. That's fantastic. So it needs to be, be like 700 people. So if you're listening to uh, this, there, 
there would be if we had seats we're, like we're sold out <laughs> okay, we can we, stand we didn't what the- we didn't book a big enough space i guess <laughs> um so next year we're, we're going to try and get to that 700 mark um hold on hold on hold on let but- me let me shamely promote you guys for one second as yeah. a business owner and a gym business owner who's done it for over 10 years if you are running a gym and you don't have a mentor you are missing out so I will shamelessly yeah. plug you guys for that. Go to conference, <laughs> get a mentor. They will, as much as I will expose legal stuff, they will expose business stuff that you are just losing money. You're bleeding money yep. uh, if you don't have a mentor. Yep. Anyway, okay, I'm done talking. All right. Well, thank you. And I will have to have you on again because there's still more things to talk about. So thank you very much and have a wonderful day. You too. See you, Dan. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Next Generation Gym Owners People and Profits podcast. If you would like to be featured on our podcast, click